You know, my uh, government name is uh, John Jairo Castañeda. Um, but in the streets, they know me as DJ BJ. So that's how we'll introduce you. Can you elaborate that just so people get the wrong idea? Well, I mean, obviously, I did it as a, a double entendre. So DJ BJ, DJ Big John, and DJ BJ, DJ Blowjob. So, so like, are you getting a lot of blowjobs or are you giving them? It's a requirement to have a blowjob mid-session. Oh, man. Whether it's to give or to receive, that's my prerogative. You know, I'm very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> is that why the DJs, like, they don't really move too much? They kind of like, stay in the same spot? What, what do you think the, the, the table is so high? You know, like yeah. the, the, the decks? <laughs> okay. They just... Terrible. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. But hey, man, welcome to the podcast. We, hey, we're thanks. really glad to have you on. Um, we heard... We heard uh, that you are a man of many talents. Aside mm. from aside from DJing, you you, you have a, an interesting line of work that right. we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, and we uh, we're excited because I I you know not only are you on the podcast, you're a listener of the podcast, and you're you got some stuff from us for from hearing us that right. you'd like to uh, touch on. So be a little review session for our, our listeners. And a nice little uh, back and forth with you. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Thank you. And before I forget as well, um, Big John, DJ BJ, as known in the dark uh, alleys <laughs> of the Mi Miami streets, he is also a great, great friend of my childhood. And one of the things that I wanted to also touch on was on the topic of capitalism versus socialism and sort of you know the gray areas on it because mm -hmm. I always feel that I have great conversations with John about mm -hmm. those things and it never gets you know even though we don't agree on many points we're able to like get to a I wouldn't say an agreement but we're able to meet halfway sort of you know and because that's at the end of the day again people that are listening might be like yo this kid again talking about this shit but <laughs> the only way for this shit to get better is for actual talk to to go down and if we don't like you mentioned the other day John uh, mm. You know, she could even go into like a civil war or, mm. or or some shit. So we're gonna touch on all of those topics and you know and and and, and make up our minds on it or try to to do it. But let's start a little bit with your with your actual you know day to day job. What pays the bills? I understand you're a, an airplane technician, and given that now with the virus situation, we don't really have much travel. Mm. You know, let's start with that, and then we'll go into the technicalities of actual situations but uh how is that working at the moment i would assume that there's very little flight so there's not that much demand for technicians does that affect the whole chain of command down the line right so i mean there is some demand in uh, different parts of the u.s uh however uh it has gotten really bad to the point where i actually got uh laid off last week uh as a result oh, of uh, not having yeah. you know any engines coming in to, for us to work on. There's no demand. Even if we had engines to work on, they would just be sitting there because nobody's flying. So it's it's hitting us hard, definitely. The aviation industry is going to take probably about two years to recover. Um, back when 9-11 uh, happened, that the whole terrorist attack, it two, for the, like the first year and a half to two years, people weren't really flying at a full capacity out of fear of you know falling out of the sky or going getting into a crash 
or getting uh, hijacked. So yeah. it's and I think that the coronavirus is actually worse than that because no, it's like a the, si the silent terrorist where you don't know like who has it or if it's in the air or where it is. It's uh, it's always around you, so yeah. you don't know. You don't know. Um, it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while. A lot of regulations, a lot of um, mandatory, you know, masks and different things that need to be implemented for the people start to feeling uh, safe again to get on the flights. Um, yeah. But yeah. Now, now John, you that know definitely more than us, mm -hmm. or at least me. I, I don't know if Steven has gone to like a secret monk airplane association <laughs> and, and, be, and became no. a master at this and they didn't tell I, me I ever, play Wii Resorts and I like do the, the little <laughs> airplane. <laughs> That's as much simulator as I get. So. Aircraft simulator. Uh, or Star Fox. Star Fox. That's all I know. I play a lot of Call of Duty so I'm, I kind of I I know, know what the fuck I'm talking about and Star Fox <laughs> 1 and 2 really put me on the map. But uh, coming from us that we don't know shit about this and you that know a lot more than us, uh, talking about the virus and how it could spread, do you really think that if you're on a flight from Miami to Madrid, right, a 10-hour flight, mm -hmm. in a fucking metal box, all of us together, next to each other, because I don't even think they're doing the one seat over type shit. Mm -hmm. like it's, mm -hmm. Everybody's just back in the, you know, back in the school bus. Mm -hmm. Then do you really think having masks and, and following, well, there's nothing else to follow. You could only have to put a mask, and that's it. There's yeah. nothing else that you could do. Do you really think that uh, is, a, is effective? In, in helping it not transmit even if you're 10 hours or everybody breathing the same air like or do you do you think it's just it's, on a plane it's just too hard to um, you know all right so in order for us to understand um, wh whether or not it's transmissible or or you're safe or you're not safe let's first understand how the air system works inside of an airplane you uh, about anywhere between 10 to 50 percent of the internal air is recirculated into the into the cabin However, once it actually gets recirculated, it goes through a, a HEPA filter where 99.97% of particles get absorbed. Uh, the other 50 to 90% of the air comes from the outside, from the engine, where it has like a bypass valve where some, some of the air flows into the engine and then into the cabin. So nice. um, as far as getting it from the air, from inside the plane, it's very unlikely you're more likely to get it from the person next to you. The the whole not being six feet apart, if they're sneezing, if they're coughing, all that stuff. So I'd be more, I, I would say yes, you should wear a mask while on the plane just because of the fact that you don't know next to you if they have it or not. And if they're breathing it, if whatever, whatnot. That's okay, a good point. Okay, but, but it does make it so that you're more at risk than if you were just sitting with this person next to you at a park, for example. Right, right. Because, because I mean, it, there at, is some air being recirculated. At, at the end of the day, right. it is a confined space. So uh, sometimes the air might even just sit there. It might not even go anywhere. You know? Yeah. Okay. Depending on how close you are to the vents. So it's not an ideal situation. It's it's not. It's not. But if it's something like a, like a medical emergency where you have to go, then do it. But if you're doing it for travel to for touristing, get on a boat. I don't know, like, <laughs> it, like throw it's, your ass to wherever <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to bring like boats a, back. a two week boat trip to, to from Miami to Madrid. <laughs> well, dude, dude, you know, uh, let me tell you a funny ass. That's story. just one week there, one week back. I mean, it's not, not even really a trip. <laughs> no, when I when I was in when I was in Venezuela, you, you only got like, a week of vacation. <laughs> uh, 
plus self quarantine. <laughs> Dude, I actually Sorry. planned when I was trying to come to Madrid, Spain, and like five, six years ago in Venezuela. You know, I was broke, bro, and I was like finding like, okay, what's the cheapest way I can get there? You know, mm. airplane tickets were costing like a thousand dollars and shit. And I and I and I literally searched. I'm like, wait up, man. Back in the day, people were like, you know, like the Titanic. They would do these boat trips from like England to New York. Like, there's gotta be commercial, you know, boats that you know, like that, like <laughs> that. like a commercial boat <laughs> that takes it to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I actually thought that like that could have existed. I'm like, let's give it a try, you know. Because uh-huh. I was like, if an airplane costs ten, you know, a thousand bucks. Maybe one of these boat things I can get it for two hundred, get there in a week, <laughs> and you know live the live the sailor life. Like like a, a, a water bus. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was straight up thinking like, I started searching like, okay, how can I like boats commercial from from you know South America to like Europe? You know, like in my mind, I thought we were still in the fucking Christopher Columbus days where I could you know like fucking Leo DiCaprio in Titanic where I could just get a boat. You know, from <laughs> Venezuela and you know to to Madrid. So apparently, I was not able to find it on a unless it was like a cruise. Right, it costed cruise. a lot more than the plane. Definitely. Or, but I thought maybe I could get one of those chips that actually chips things. But sometimes they just have a little space, and you pay them a little extra. You're like, ah, I come through. You know, like mm-hmm. this is the type of shit that I'm thinking to try to escape communism in Venezuela. This is the type what? of shit. I'm like, how much do I have to row? to Spain like is it like the Cubans when they get in a little boat and then they get, you know or is it like but that's uh, the type of shit that I was thinking but uh, next, next, so yeah but next time no try, next time try putting yourself in like a little uh, shipping container and have them shipped into <laughs> yeah they go by weight so it should be it should be enough <laughs> damn <laughs> to, to, to set off the scale <laughs> now uh, t- 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 one interesting thing I wanted to ask John especially you being a, a technician with planes from what I understand, one thing that planes should also always be doing is working, and that that actually maintains the planes. I mean, along with the actual maintenance that needs to be done. But mm-hmm. that a sitting plane is not a good plane. You want to have that baby rolling all the time, and apparently that mm-hmm. keeps it good. Am mm-hmm. I right in saying that? Uh, as far as that's concerned, uh, I don't want to necessarily opinionate something that I don't know. Uh, but I do have an understanding that with it sitting, um, the the bearings, the internal workings of it, the oil collects uh, down on the bottom due to gravity. So sometimes those bearings don't have the oil, the lubrication, and it's just sitting there for a, for a bit, and it'll it'll dry up. So maybe on, on startup it'll be kind of like rough because of the fact that it's it's dried from the from the oil. But then once you get it circulating, it'll it'll okay. start going to where it has to be. But yeah, it'll be a, a rough start. Uh, it's like the same thing with the, with the car engine. It's, it'll be a rough start if you let it leave it sitting there for six months to a year without work, without function. Right. Yeah. No, the reason uh, why I ask uh, is because, like in in the same sense, right? Like a, like a vehicle. If you you know how like your a friend is leaving and they need for a month and it's like, hey dude, can you turn my car on like every week? You know, mm-hmm. just and keep mm-hmm. it running for a bit. You know, like that's you've heard mm-hmm. of that, and I've heard that with like planes. I mean, not not to give it to a friend so he can turn it on, but that, you know, if you keep them running, <laughs> like, that's how, how they should be. And then now you have so many planes sitting, I would assume, that this can, you know, I mean, this is also an added cost to getting these planes running again once the shit is, you know, is running, I mean, right? to, I mean, to a certain extent, it'll be better for me, <laughs> but in a bad way because 
then more planes will have to come back to get serviced uh, before they they go out. But okay, okay, so but it's it's not a so good. I mean, it'll no. give it'll give you job. It'll give but, you more jobs, but right. obviously there there is a cost to it. Right. Uh, well, along with the with the drop in flights. Um, what when I'm in a plane, mm -hmm. I, I always um think like okay what is the shit like that could go wrong easier right and i'm always thinking like an engine can blow up or some shit but i've always heard that at the end as long as the plane like you would think that with the engine fucked like the end the plane's gonna die but no if it has another engine it can glide and it can actually you know go get to safety like sometimes i i think that the plane is so unsafe but actually it's very safe what are those features that you think make the plane super safe uh, and, and almost you know not being able to be taken down so before I actually uh, started doing uh, aviation and stuff I was under the impression kind of like in cartoons where like if all the engines stop and the plane just immediately drops no like if uh, the, the plane the engines are going right let's say they suddenly stop the plane is still going at 200 something miles an hour so it it'll start it'll it'll like it'll steadily glide i think it it actually has about 30 minutes of airtime if you can mm. if you can maneuver it properly but the power steering or the the weight the thing to steer is going to be super super hard because the, it's not functioning the, you know the 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 power steering line isn't working so it's going to be super hard to 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 maneuver but you can still technically glide it for for 30 minutes if it's in the right position because like if you're going down and then the, the engine shut off there's no way you're pulling that back up like that yeah you know it's it i wonder depends. Uh -huh. no i was just gonna say i wonder if like pilots go through like like they just got to do like their daily rows just in case some shit goes down <laughs> they gotta fucking pull the fucking plane back up. <laughs> you know i don't know uh, uh I, so I look at some of the pilots i don't think they're doing their daily rows to be honest yeah the other day, I saw a, a blind pilot get on get on a, on a flight. I, oh, I okay. In, there you go. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, Elon Musk autopilot. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, isn't it crazy now that this um that this time that we're in is is just changing the world? I mean, I'm so sorry that y you lost your job. Um, I mean, you're you're a skilled person. I'm sure you're gonna find another one. Yeah. You can always just keep on um you know maybe even like internet internet DJing. You know, you can still get the BJs <laughs> under the table and you're just on the oh, man. <laughs> on, uh, online. So, I mean, you know, I, that might be something cool. I see it on TikTok all the time where they like mix four banger songs and it's like, oh, shoot, you know, and, and then I find I actually follow them. So, I don't right. know. We could talk offline about that if you want. Uh, Sounds good. Kiko doesn't like it. Kiko buys a Hawaii phone or whatever, but Wa doesn't like uh, TikTok because <laughs> they're Chinese. Huawei, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> It's not an apple, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I, I support Trump wanting to to take TikTok away, but more for you know, n n n not for like a political reason. Just like, yeah, sh sh shut this fucking annoying kids up. But I mean, <laughs> all that's gonna that happen is all, the, all that's gonna happen is we're gonna is we're gonna switch from TikTok to the Instagram Reel. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, the new reels. Uh, I don't even understand it, but it's just more shit that you can add up on top of it. Apparently, so I mean, now now I'm 30 and I don't understand this shit, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, what is going on? This this like this era, this time, this, you know, the 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 dirty 30s. I mean, it's <laughs> it's 30s. crazy. These yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think, uh, uh, DJ? Uh, DJ? Well, I mean, I I agree that like there's some things that 
I mean, you, you look at it like, am I am I already this old where I'm starting to complain about kids, and I'm only yeah. thirty or like thirty? I'm thirty two now, uh, but yeah, like there you go. <laughs> uh, interesting that you'd mentioned the dirty thirty. Um, I was reading up on it um, since this is the thirtieth episode that we're working on. Yes, um, thank you. Yeah, man. <laughs> we're the, glad to have you on on the thirtieth. I, I appreciate it. It's a it's a it's a, pl- a pleasure. I, I look at your podcast um, every time that it comes out, and it's it's very interesting. Uh, what you guys talk about so he um, means it sucks it's interesting yeah it's interesting no i mean we we go all wild and crazy sometimes on these episodes so forgive uh, yeah. us but you know that's, it's okay we just um, talk about shit so uh, i was looking into the dirty 30 and i was like you know like where, where did that come about I, I didn't know um and i looked up at an urban dictionary and it says that uh, the dirty thirty is the age at which a single woman without children realizes that their biological clock is ticking. As a consequence, they may lower their standards and increase their willingness to perform sexual acts as a matter of desperation in order to find a mate or sexual partner. Mira. So, <laughs> if you see a if you see a thirty year old bachelorette party, that's why I only go after thirty year olds. <laughs> <laughs> you would yeah you're, you're in the you're in the scene you definitely see him you snipe him out for sure <laughs> I, I i can picture john getting to the parties right like crashing How crashing, we- crashing no. weddings or the, uh you know crashing birthdays when they turn 30 <laughs> hello are you are you dirty 30 <laughs> i'm here <laughs> no, I stand at the door as a bouncer. It's like, oh, we're we're uh, sending uh, sending this uh, little waiver. Can you please say your name and your age here? <laughs> and you just compile a list at the end at, at the beginning of the party, and you already know. Yeah. I mean, it, it it makes sense because put them on Mailchimp and send out newsletters. <laughs> you always <laughs> you you always hear about women. Uh, at a certain age, uh, starting to get that clock right, like they need to procreate and stuff. And well, some 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 women say it's a it might be a social construct, and and you know I, I think there's room for debate. We're actually gonna have our our next guest is a woman, and I, I want to ask uh, a, a lot of these things to her because I want people to also see that you know we want to get the opinions. Is you, if you're talking about women matters, you want to also touch. On that, I, but in in, a, in I, any case, what I'm what I'm trying to sorry, yeah, John. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Uh, I don't want the uh, thought to to be dropped. Go 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 ahead and finish, and then I'll I'll say what I have to say. No, you say it. I forgot. <laughs> okay, so no, uh, sorry about that. Then, uh, basically, yeah, even though I'm pulling this, dic- this uh, definition from Urban Dictionary, you know, it's basically led by 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 men. Like men are, are creating that that definition, so. Realistically, there's no age where a certain like a certain time that a girl has to have kids. I mean, some girls don't want to have kids. Some people don't want to have kids, and it's not something that's gonna make them any less of a person just because they have kids or not. You know? No, of course. No, agree. But yeah. it's like a, it's like like a, like you said, a social construct that you're you're perceived as oh, you can't have children after a certain age. Yeah. I mean, Biologi- the biologically, say- it gets tougher, but there's never uh, an age that you can or cannot have kids. You can, well, there's there is. been I mean, there, 65 there, year olds that have kids. Yeah, but that's not ideal. I mean, it's not ideal. We, I mean, it, I don't, I don't want to get caught up on this, but <laughs> it, it does matter. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm super grateful that we live in a society where a woman can be like, hey, I don't want to have kids, and I'm just gonna work and do my thing. That's cool, man. I want, I want people to make those decisions and be free to make mm-hmm. those decisions. But there is a biological 
clock in some right. way because there is an ideal age where you have sort of the best uh, everything is set up in place for you to have a kid right like before 35 apparently that's where the body is at its best mm -hmm. that's you know you you can succeed in life at 60 but I, I think that between 30 and 40 is like the perfect time where you have uh. the amount of energy but also the amount of knowledge in life to go towards something so there are ideal times for things but I do understand what you're saying now yeah. uh, from m moving on from that point it, it it definitely sounds like something that men will invent like back in the day right like some girls like oh she wants to marry me man you know and he's just like oh my god you know she, she has the dirty 30s you know like, I, could, <laughs> I, could de I could definitely I've never heard something. anybody say that but <laughs> no no but but this seems to be like something from the past made by some piece of shit men right <laughs> and, like, and what, like, like the, pa the past 10 years I have, I've never heard that before like well, I, I, I know the dirty thirties like as, as a, as a uh, I know the dirty thirties to be actually the first time I heard it was was like now, and I guess it's because like I don't know, like we're just scumbags, and we're <laughs> you know I I yeah. thought of it like that. I had no idea that that, Who's that, that scumbags? this was people that are thirty. Yeah, like oh the dirty thirties. Like I mean, like, like I, I, I couldn't even understand it because I don't find my thirties to be dirty. But yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're a scumbag, then that would okay. Be but I'm saying like <laughs> you, you heard it being referred to as a time of your life, the dirty thirties. The dirty thirties, yeah. yeah. The terrible twos, so, yeah. the whatever twenties. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's more like the finding out you have body aches and you're not gonna succeed as much thirty. Yeah. 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 I think it. I think it was like just a rhyming. Uh, uh, like what? What's the? <laughs> what, what's what, the phrase what, what where it's like rhymes with thirty? Yeah. It's yeah, like well, a, one of the best rhymes. This is not a sponsored, and I'm pretty sure they could sue us if they hear us. But there's a pizzeria called Hungry Howie's in in South Florida, and they made this greasy fucking pizza. But you know, for a little fatty like me, I, I fucking love them. And they have an offer. On Wednesdays, and it's called Wacky Wednesday, and I just always love that. <laughs> you know, Wacky Wednesday. Dude, I, I remember, I remember getting out of like high school, even with Steven and like a friend of us, uh, Cisco, uh, and we would go to like Hungry Howies, right? And he's like, "Hey guys, you know, after you know the traditional stuff, Arizona um, Iced Tea and the Mini Dutch, and then we will be going over there, and and then he's like, "Hey, you guys know what day it is." It's Wacky Wednesday, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the dirty thirties. That this is what this is what you get, guys. This is all yeah, there is, is to it. This is, this this is, the dirty. This is, your, this is your peak. This is it. <laughs> this is the peak of your, you know, unemployed, you know, <laughs> bad posture, back pain. You know, that's what, you, that's what we got. Yeah, no, I like that. That that's what I was thinking. Like you know, you're thirty, and look at the back pains that uh, everybody has. Imagine when you're fifty. And how much more is gonna get? How much worse is gonna get? And then now have imagine having a kid on top of that mm -hmm. at fifty. It's oh, not yeah. it's not ideal, like you said. It's, there's a, there's a time for everything. There's a biological and social time for everything. I give props to the people who are fifty. Like my uh, when I look at my mom, like I wake up some mornings, I'm like, man, I'm useless right now. Like I can't. Like, <laughs> oh, and then it's like you know, oh my god, my, you know, like you hear your, you know what your parents have said, like oh my god, my back hurts or whatever this and that. And you're like damn like how's it you know what i mean if I, i'm like this now what is it gonna be later like exactly. were you in better shape than i am now am i like deteriorating faster like these are <laughs> these are the thoughts running through my head and i'm like oh geez like you, you, we gotta step it up because i mean I, you I think, think about just, think about the grandmothers that last to like a 98 God 99 damn. like w w what 
You know, they don't make them like that no more, dude. <laughs> they don't make them like that, bro. We're like, all made of aluminum I, fucking bones and shit. I can't so imagine steel. 90 with back pain. Oof. Right? Oh, I mean, dude, at that point, I want to be like, I, I want to be sub-zero. Just fucking floating <laughs> through, floating through, spa- through, like, whatever earthly, less gravitational, the better. You know, or or, or like, a, like a Futurama, like a... Richard Nixon, just just yeah. ahead. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, there's, there's no back pain because you got no back. Or like Wally, you know, like everybody's just like all these fucking. Oh, and the, oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all fat slobs. I, I, I agree. I agree. We all like we all like to be comfortable. Hey, bro. I mean, shit. <laughs> uh, well, you know so. that there is like um, there is like talks of of this a real real solution in the next ten to twenty years. Where we're gonna have regenerative, uh, you know, ways so that our, we could age a lot less fast and maybe even last to like 150 years. Is that something that you guys would be interested in? You know, this way live also uh, an, another dirty 30s when you're 130. <laughs> 130, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, damn. So, okay. So look at. The, the social economic issues that we're having now with having seniors live off of uh, social security for X amount of years. So imagine now a senior citizen that, um, what's that word? Um, Boomer. Retired. No, sorry. Oh, retired. retired at the age of 67 and lives until 150. And the government has to pay them a stipend every every every, every week or every two weeks. That it's not gonna like. Yeah, but you wouldn't retire at sixty. I mean, what the fuck? You gotta keep working until you're 140, dog. I mean, you're gonna oh. have energy. You're gonna have. You're gonna be an old guy, but you're gonna be wise. You're gonna be like Yoda. Would you do so, it, or do you think <laughs> 80, 90 years of life is enough? You so know, what the fuck that, am I? That that cu- that brings another problem. Uh, the birth rate versus death rate. So now less people are dying. They're taking longer to die, and you're you're still increasing the birth rate. The population is still increasing to the point where, you know, we're running out of resources to be able to take care of all these 150-year-olds plus all the new people that are coming in plus everybody in between. I uh, I think we're gonna need to find another planet. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Okay. I so mean, you, so you think? Oh, sorry, Steve. Go. No, no. I mean, I, I just think you know they're. I I personally think that we shouldn't. It's it's a nice thought, right? Like, right. I, you know what I I thought when when you were saying that was oh shoot, like when I'm 80, I can get a little injection and I'm back, like I'm 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 on my shit, right? And I will feel good, but I'm still okay with passing at let's say 90, feeling good, but you know what I mean. So like maybe right. what they could do, what they could do is they could do the like the planned obsoleteness that they do with with technology products right like it's no good after this like okay i'm gonna inject you with this it's gonna be fucking amazing you're gonna have the best last 10 years of your life but you're gonna drop dead very quickly okay like i'll take it i'll take that <laughs> whoa, 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 or, whoa. would they do that to electronics <laughs> or, or well, yeah like how many iphone 4s right now are still in uh, being able to be used none because they're just they're planned obsolete well maybe not four but after or, two years things I, start iphone to one get, let's go with iphone one yeah, I mean, anything. Okay, anything so but what you're saying is like two years. This this iPad was like from 20, um, 16, 27, no, twenty seventeen. This iPad is right, and honestly, it's it's not working like it used to. It doesn't. It doesn't work. I mean, and I keep it lean. I you know I do the whole updates, everything, but but you, the new ones 
are running way quicker and it's not that the new ones are quicker than the ones before which they are a little bit but what i'm saying is is that like this one is deteriorating it was only good for a certain amount of time and, yeah and but only, maybe maybe part of that is on purpose right that's but, what i'm saying but not, not only that that was the best technology at that time now we have better technology the apps require more more processing power more storage more more ability to function more ram so as the 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 products get more sophisticated the, the applications get more sophisticated that's why you have yeah. um mobile games that are that look very good very good quality or like the xbox running at, at a certain uh look at look at xbox um one versus xbox original yeah no no for sure yeah look no, at the, no, look I, the graphics I, look I, at the, I still think I, I still think apple's trying to fuck you guys over <laughs> yeah but but would it be, would you take the last 10 years of your life jumping and skipping or would you just draw out your life to 150 work till 150 yeah well but you guys i mean when i say 150 it doesn't mean that at 90 you're gonna live 60 more years in a fucking wheelchair i'm talking about 150 right. and then you gotta scale it so you're not gonna be old until you're like 120 type shit so you're gonna have 120 years but you're gonna be like on the move, chillings. I mean, but, you gotta but that's based off like so. Okay, so let's say they don't discover that until you're 90, right? And they inject well, you with that is, thing the, on, the, at the 90. The technology is is already there. It's right. been going for more than 50 years, and in about 20 years, is it, is expected to. I be. was thinking about this too, uh, BJ, because like it, when you're 90, you can't like just regenerate Ex so quickly. You have to. I mean, of course, there's be gonna be some this, people like, caught some, up in like 60. You no, know, there's gonna be some that's... people caught in the middle that aren't gonna be able. You feel me, like? It's yeah. gonna be a cutoff, like, hey, dog, my bad, no, <laughs> my bad, sorry, you didn't make 110 the cut. for you. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Sorry, no, you need, you came too late in the past. Yeah. And then know, there's, so. there's also the the outliers where, like, let's say there's a hundred, like, one out of a hundred thousand chance that you actually just burst, like, like, because uh, you know how the regenerative process creates cells. So imagine, like, you just fucking multiply uh, uncontrollably and you just blow up, or you grow like well, a third like, arm or a fourth eye cancer. or some shit like that's cancer. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but like cancer starts oh. out as a, a cell that regenerates yeah. uncontrollably. Well, you know, you know what, you know what, this is actually, and I'm not, I know here I'm talking, I always talk shit that is not even fucking certified, but this is actually for real. Like the way that the, that the aging is a disease, right? Mm -hmm. And the disease, people don't talk about it, but it is. Aging, <laughs> <laughs> aging is a disease. And when you start, aging this disease is, is is fucking your body up now the reason why it fucks your body up is because it's actually protecting you from cancer so we could live forever if we let ourselves keep re reproducing themselves right and then that that would allow us to always recreate the cells that died and we could always have our body right the problem with that is the body cannot take it because then it starts mutating and then it starts creating cancer so mm -hmm. actually Death is the cause of your body always protecting you from the cells wanting to multiply more throughout your whole life until there comes a point where like, hey, dude, we don't even have enough uh, tissue left and we're just going to die so that this motherfucker doesn't keep mutating and we cannot hold them off anymore. Isn't that like insane? Like that's what it yeah, is. Like yeah. even our life is like <clears throat> us fighting a bacteria until a, you know, or, or, or like an evil force. That is not really evil because it's also what made this whole shit happen, the multiplication of cells. Mm -hmm. But 
You get it? It's like it, your body tries to no. level it. Right. Yeah. Think about a, a like a um, uh, a factory where it has like a, like a, a conveyor line where things are just constantly being mass produced. So in the beginning, it's really effective machine. It's really good at, at reproducing the certain the same little part or the same little cell or the same little whatever mitochondria or whatever that it, you're, you need. But as time progresses, that, that machine that's doing this starts wearing down. So you, you sometimes you'll get like a, like a defective uh, part. So what happens, the, the body identifies that as a defective part and discards it and programs it for cell death and, and so on and so forth. The more time that you're doing this, the more you start getting defective parts. So that's the, that's the, kind of like uh, how the body kills itself, because it's like oh you're, you're just constantly this this uh, uh, machine is constantly producing defective parts. You're, that's it. You're done. Yeah. And what if you let me let me kind of pivot a little bit. What if you were to be this old, right, um, and have to go through all this stuff and with all of this like breakout in the world and like this this conflict um you know potential i mean uh, it's not in the news currently but like we've always been worried about other countries coming in and taking over and doing all you know doing this whole thing like when you're that old like i guess you have a little bit more time to prep right i guess you could you could start doing i don't know like some kind of doomsday type of shit you know what i mean right I mean, uh, you have to kind of uh, see that the way that things are going is not good anywhere. Yeah. I feel like like we kind of live in a bubble in a sense like because every single country outside of the U.S. has some sort of like turmoil where there's explosions, there's bombs, there's things being destroyed. Right. And you're like, whoa, what, like what's going on? Like, And you're old enough it, to see it coming, right? So like, what, you, I don't know. When, when, is it, when is it going to be our turn? Because like eventually I feel like it's, it's, we're gonna, it's, like, it's going to backlash to us at some point in time. So what do you do? What would you do to, to like if, if this was upon you in your generation, <laughs> your time to, to, oh, to, to man. do this? Uh, like, like, honestly, like I've always been a, a big uh, believer in in doomsday prepping. I, I have in, oh, my, yeah? in my closet a, a bag for three days. It's called it's like a bug out bag where I just pick it up and, and ride. If something happens, you just got to go. Um, oh, shoot. But I mean, here in Florida, um, the biggest thing that we got is hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes tornadoes, based off of the uh, the, the hurricane, the, the how, how strong it is, but yeah. we don't we don't necessarily have earthquakes or any any other natural disaster of that kind. What goes in the Crime. bag, dude? I've always wondered. It's in the <laughs> bug out bag. Oh, okay. So you uh, you get like a first aid kit, um, enough for three days if you're out there. Uh, antibiotics, uh, you know, like a bandage wrap, some uh, like a stint just in case you break something. Um, so like minor cuts, abrasions. Um, uh, like if you get bit by a snake, uh, a venom kit, uh, or oh. something like that. Um, food. Shit. Uh, dry, You're going out uh, into the wild. Dry, yeah. You, you ha- like <laughs> realistically, like if you don't have a place to go underground or away from society, because uh, that's another thing. Like what what could be the reason why we go into this doomsday scenario? Could, could it be that the that we run out of money? Could it be that the government uh gets, collapses or some shit? Uh, could we have a a civil war? You know, like a uh, civil war between the, the people that uh, for and against Black Lives Matter because that's a very you know sticky situation subject nowadays. Yes, um, I feel like this whole like Donald Trump uh, president could set up a, a very bad scenario. Like, what if he doesn't 
get voted in like what if he loses and a lot of people are are very divisive about whether they support or they're against him and i feel like the people that are for him are gonna rise up it's being like they're gonna think that oh uh they cheated him out of the election even if he even if he actually lost but because more people think that they're gonna vote him in as opposed to joe biden I mean, uh, not to go too political, but wouldn't that be the same that people were saying about like Obama? I mean, like when it was Obama era, people like it was if people, oh, this is not my president, you know, this and that, whatever. And and, I mean, those same people, I'm I'm calling out the same group of people, Mm -hmm. but they didn't they didn't do. Do you think that Trump has instilled some kind of like fighting uh, spirit more more so than, you know, what what they usually are? Like you, you really think that or. Because the way I'm looking at it too is like a lot of the a lot of what's in the media, like for instance, the whole Antifa thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like what what we see 24 seven is happening five percent of the time, ten right. percent of the time. Right. Like it's just it's just shown and shown and shown. Mm-hmm. I mean, Seattle's a different a different um, or I don't know if it's Seattle, but you know that crazy town. Yeah, yeah, Seattle, it, yeah, Seattle, yeah. Portland, Portland, Oregon, <clears throat> Portland. Uh-huh. Like that's 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 another situation entirely, mm-hmm. but. But I, you know, I'm just, I'm just wondering if you really think, um, because of of this election, essentially, is doomsday prep worthy kind of thing? Interesting. Um, seeing as as though, like, when I, I'm gonna refer to one of your episodes where you guys talk about um, having a president that speaks better, but but kind of like does shit behind your back, or does everything up front, but is really bad at talking, or is is very like vulgar let's say to say a word um that's where that's where in the case of obama like you were saying that why didn't that happen with obama he was more on the side of even though maybe maybe i don't know what he did behind the back but he was more um calming he was a more calming presence up front as a president as opposed to donald trump um but like that's that's who he is and there's i can't change him or do anything about it but um, I feel like just his presence alone is what's riling people up. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. I really thought that um, because these numbers kept going up and kept going up with the coronavirus and just kept going up and Florida, you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing, DeSantis. You're a piece of shit. You know, isn't that? You know, and I'm like, oh, my God, like shit's about to get down. Like go seriously south. We're going to start losing shit tons of people. But I know these numbers are still going up. But then you look at photos of people on the beach and there are thousands of people on Miami Beach this Saturday yesterday or Friday like it was just there they flocked there like as it's, if okay every, if every we're day. all so worried about it why is nobody worried about it when I'm looking at these photos right and then on top of that I'm thinking okay well there there are obviously people who are who are getting who are getting sick there's also people who are getting the, the virus and having these antibodies right and right. then it's like and then it's like okay like we can make a real big stink because we need to fix it or this whole like hands-off approach is is just doing its thing you know what i mean like i i don't i don't i'm not a medical person i don't know what's right what's wrong but like nothing's changing right i mean we all came back they're not going to shut down again they're still doing stuff and it's like the Mm -hmm. people who are who are affected are are affected and the people and a lot of people are not you know that's the truth right i i feel like uh we've we've already made a big enough stink about it that we kind of like feel obligated to to keep going with the stink even if we feel the the contrary in the sense of like you know maybe 
maybe people should just get the antibodies and die, and die. No, but even though I don't feel that way, but some people do, you know. And yeah. realistically, it only affects people more. Like it primarily affects people who are in older uh, or have uh, health problems. Like uh, that's one of the reasons why I, I had to stay home because I I suffer from hypertension. So that was one of my the, the conditions that required me to stay home for the for the ever since April I haven't been working and and I've been home and they've been paying me which is beautiful I I appreciate my job for that but and they didn't have to but they did and um but uh, at the at the at the same on the same token then does that mean that every time that I have to go to a new job do I have to report this are, are they going to be less likely to to take me back because of this you know because now they're like, oh, you're high risk. If something were to happen, then we were responsible, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean that might that those rules might change. Right now, they they can't ask you those type of things. You know, right. Technically. 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 But, um, you know, they can. But it, it like anything, they can profile you, right? Like you're a husky guy. I'm a husky guy. Kiko, like when we get into a room, like, like we're we're being judged. Yeah. You know, what, you know I'm not. This is this goes across the board anywhere that's why right. they say there's only a first time for a first impression you get what i'm saying like why is there even an impression to be made right it should just be like you know what i mean but you, yeah. the impression means that your judgment you're you're <laughs> right i don't know of course no i, I totally agree i totally agree like, you should know. judge the person based off of their character but right exactly but what i'm saying is that there is judgment right like right, people but, are saying oh i'm not i'm not getting a job because i'm black i'm not getting a job because of this well yes i that that might be actually happening but what i'm saying is that, that everybody gets judged you're sitting here saying i'm I, i'm out of a job i need to go get a job i'm gonna go there and they're gonna look at me and say this guy eats far too many donuts and i'm gonna like <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I don't mean to rag or, on you or, but i'm just saying no like, are they are they I might mean, require to be like specific a, little caesars and crunch up supreme like, <laughs> yeah. and wacky when tomato and wacky wednesdays wacky wednesdays <laughs> <laughs> hey, but dude, but dude, then, then, I, I, you know, I didn't want to get political, John, but, but let's do I mean, this. Eventually, wouldn't it be solved, right? Like, if you had to take care of your own health and you had to uh -huh. pay your own health privately, mm -hmm. and your job that wasn't their job mm -hmm. or their responsibility, then wouldn't you think the the workforce would be a more dynamic uh, machine where like? You know, if you put less bum bros for me to hire you, like I'll hire you. If, if I don't need you, then it should be easy for me to fire you too. But then that will make it so that you'll be able to get a job easy with anyone, even if you get fired. And then you cover your own expenses medically. And then that way, your job wouldn't even, I mean, your job can still judge you if he thinks you're eating too much donuts, but not now based on the fact that they could, could cost them money because of it. So right. don't you think there is like a, it's like a good argument for free market? where you separate those things so i guess i guess this is where we kind of like dive into the whole capitalism versus socialism uh, scenario that we were going to initially going to talk about um i don't know like i i find it kind of messed up that a person that's working uh at a job getting paid nine dollars an hour has to decide whether or not to go see a doctor uh because their ankle hurts or have food on their table for, for their kids and shit I, I don't know if, if it's on them to be able to um, support their own medical expenses um, because of their, of their, le of their level of uh, education or their level of income. Um, that, that's one of the aspects of, I guess, socialism that I do agree with, that um, we should account for, like, we already spend so much in taxes. 
why uh, why can't a percent of that go to making sure that everybody has healthcare? You know, like everybody that below, let's say below a certain level of income, you should the the government should provide you with healthcare. And like, I'm not like no like uh, I don't I don't believe in uh, the whole everybody should get paid the same because that's not real. Like every every job has a different skill level and you should be paid accordingly. Um, this whole universal basic income, um, it like um, like I was talking to you another day. Um, if you get paid a certain wage, let's say there's a federal minimum wage and a federal living wage. So if you get paid the living wage, then you're good. You don't have, you don't need the assistance. But if you get paid the federal minimum wage and it's below the living wage, then uh, we can account for something to help you in that aspect. Because realistically, at the at the rate that you're working at nine dollars an hour, you're gonna be end up in in more debt than you are in actually uh, actually being able to get out of the the poverty system or like out of that out of that level of poverty because you're just constantly spending that just to live and you're living below the the, the national living means. Yeah, but would so. you? I mean, I would agree with this. <coughs> I don't agree with the minimum wage, but I do mm -hmm. agree that a better solution could be the living wage like you're mentioning it and not force I think we've talked about this in different in on the podcast and not put it on the on the employer right to, mm -hmm. to pay these fees or to pay this cost but put it to the state at the end of the day we have to pay taxes to fucking help people right I mean mm -hmm. we cannot get out of that it's either mm -hmm. that or fucking you know the holocaust mm -hmm. and obviously you know we need to live with each other so we need to right. find a way how to do it we still gotta pay taxes so those taxes go somewhere and help people i just right. want to make that shit be the most efficient as possible mm -hmm. right because that that's that's us that's our money right mm -hmm. so i think that you heard the dynamic of the free market when you obligate people to pay certain wages i think that should be between the worker and, and the employer right however if there's this kid that has a kid and a wife and they're in a bad situation and this kid kid could only get a job that pays them five dollars an hour um taking people from the from the movie ticket area to the seat right that doesn't exist mm -hmm. anymore but you know maybe he has that simple job because he doesn't have many skills he doesn't have any education but he could do that right and get five dollars an hour all right why should we force the movie theater to pay him 15 they're not gonna hire him i prefer let them pay him whatever they can agree, right? He's gonna learn skills, and the remaining amount that that person would need to make for the living wage to be met, which is something that will need to be debated on each state and you know with different parameters, etc. But if the government puts that extra amount, the the guy's still getting the help he needs, but we're shifting the responsibility from the actual employers now we're still losing money i wouldn't call it losing because we're helping right because the but, taxpayers but, are paying it but i prefer it to be that way instead of the other way because the other way creates higher prices for your products because Publix has to pay some kid to pick up carts 15 dollars an hour you know right yeah i mean and realistically i i, I wouldn't mind paying a tax if i know that it's directly helping somebody out um however like i i also see that Maybe it shouldn't be the the corporation or the company's um, responsibility to fulfill that, but they should also at least help. 
like the company should help and we should help like everybody should help it shouldn't just be the taxpayers it shouldn't just be the, the corporations it should be everybody like it's everybody in the state everybody that works in that state has to help yeah not just not just the corporation and not just the people i think uh also i mean if what about this idea right what if everybody had decent insurance paid for right and i mean by everybody this is a country by country base obviously so um the u.s we're the best country in the world we're advanced we're doing this and that whatever we, we got handles least, god damn it <laughs> we, got, we got handles because apparently in spain they don't have any liquor with handles on them Shut but up, um yeah yeah wait for the episode to come but out that tells you how much we drink though <laughs> yeah right exactly exactly it's it's a it's a gluttony thing it's like a gimme gimme give give exactly but um but I mean, so like, yeah, we like to spend a lot of money. So why don't we do this? Why don't we all work um, and then pay higher, a little bit higher taxes, but so that everybody, everybody, nobody, not even the employers have to pay for health insurance, right? Or for, for health care. Um, and I mean, pay enough so that everybody can go to a doctor and they're, and even the doctors are happy making what they're making because right, that's right. the problem, right? When you yeah. start to like do that, then you got like lower, lower um, premiums and lower, lower rates and lower paying the for doctor. The doctor. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so so let's pay let's let's fucking as a country let's pay for universal health care right mm -hmm. and if you a baller want to go and pay mr mcdaddy doctor for whatever procedure you have the right to do so by paying uh, by by going to a privatized uh health insurance company mm -hmm. and let me tell you something uh, a lot of people are going to do that like enough people for that business to still make sense no I, I mean obviously like yeah like um how there's in other systems where they have universal healthcare that there's mm -hmm. like a waiting list depending on the severity of the of the surgery of the, like of the pr procedure uh, whatever it is if it's, it's life-threatening or not you can yeah. wait or you can't wait i understand i understand that um yeah. if if i'm getting universal healthcare and i don't have to pay for it and it's, it's uh, i'm paying it out of my taxes per se yeah. and i understand that there might be a wait uh, for something that's not lethal um, and yeah. I also understand that if the, this could be a doctor that just came out of school, that he's kind of like practicing on you. you, you don't know that. And you, but you know that this other doctor is already established at a certain, uh, uh, you know, with certain years of experience and with certain facilities, top of the, top of the line, top of the, uh, top, you know, whatever. And you have to pay a little bit extra to, to do that procedure. Or if it's a very complicated procedure, like separating conjoined twins or something like that. I understand that you would you would have that feature available, not not eliminate privatized insurance of people charging for procedures out out of out of network because that's what it would be. It'd be an out of network procedure. Right. So exactly. And I mean, so and like this, I also kind of I mean, these are these are my these are my more socialist ideas. And I actually heard this the other day, and it kind of resonated with me a little bit. I just think that at the level and at the at the technology and at the at the level of civilization that we are now, mm -hmm. um, these basic human things are going to be and are better. I think if if we as as people can can put in money to help, you know, everybody has basic health care and basic, like you said, like. You know, when it's life threatening, it's life threatening. But when it's just uh, my my toe hurts or I've got mm. a little sniffle, this and that, mm -hmm. like okay, you're gonna have to go to an urgent care. Or you have might this, have like, to wait a this, little bit. This weird itch or something. Yeah. <clears throat> right. We just try. We just change the dynamic from everybody going into emergency rooms to people going into like more urgent, cares, urgent care like, facilities, and that's why primary, they're popping up everywhere. Primary care physician or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. That's why they're popping up everywhere, right? And and that could be a business on its own, like drive-through fucking urgent care. You know what I mean? Why not? <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, but then so you so you have this situation, and then also you have the situation of like, well, if you want if you want people to make more money and mm-hmm. us to pr- push the needle even further, mm-hmm. then pay for basic education basic college education if you want to go to harvard you can go to harvard you want to go to um you can go to um you can go wherever but pay for basic education why because if as long as you're the more educated you are yeah but i, I wouldn't agree that's where i think so this is this is i, I was i agree with you steven and what you said is a perfect system that works around the whole the whole thing let me elaborate on, on that so you talked about uh every, like we pay with our taxes we pay everyone so they can pay insurance right But instead of the government providing that insurance, if if I understood correctly, we have private people providing medical services, and then the the government gives you money a month so that you can go and choose whatever. So our taxes, our taxes go to the government. The government pays private health and healthcare. uh, No, no providers. Uh, Well, taxes go to the government. Government gives it back. uh, Gives it back to all the people. The people decide with that voucher. Which uh, doctor to go see? I didn't even think about it that way, but I mean, uh, that, whatever works. To be honest with you, let's say, let's no. say, uh, yeah, let's say you want to get that that surgery with that doctor, and the government says, all right, look, you don't want to get it with your doctor. Here's a thousand dollars that you, from your money that you paid to towards whatever you, that elective exactly. surgery or that. That's surgery the that. reason why that works better. If we if we have to part from the fact that we cannot live in an anarchy where we have a sheriff in town and we're all toting guns, <laughs> we need to live in a society where. We got to take care of the people that cannot take care of themselves, right? And we need to have certain laws and shit. Okay, so we need to pay taxes. And I'm with you, Steve. Like, I'm, I'm super uh, free market, but, I'm, uh, but I also understand that we need some social programs. But the reason why I would do it this way is because you still keep the social part of it where you're helping the people, but you don't take out the incentive to have a better service that gives the free market. So, what ha- what, like, this happens with, with schools. Schools in the U.S. are very shitty nowadays. And the reason is, wherever you live, if you're broke, you need to go to the, the school of that county. And that school is probably going to have less funding and it's going to be pretty shitty school, right? That school has really no fucking incentive for the teachers to improve, to do anything correct, because they're all hired by the government. They cannot be fired. And this happens all across America. And this is the basic of education for kids, right? So if instead... You don't do the schools. You, as a government, you don't do the schools. You're going to have a vouchers that you're going to give each kid or each kid's family. And with that voucher, it's, it's government money that's assigned to that kid. You can decide as a mom where to take this kid. You can take them to the school that's around the corner. That might not be as good, but it's going to be super cheap. Or you can put in a little bit more money and take them to the school that's in the other district that's better that has better kids that want to learn and all this shit so pretty much what you're giving freedom to the people to use their the money that is assigned to them but if you want to put it as something better you can do it and you can do that with insurance too instead of paying people for medicare or whatever that the government provides no make that be well, private companies and then you give them the money and then decide which insurance to go to because then the insurers are going to fight each other to keep prices low and service good but but then the other scenario comes where the person that gets the voucher for the kid doesn't have that extra money to be able to send them anywhere else. They they have to go there because they have no other funds okay. to add to that. But then the, like, but then the, the one fact, that does I have a little bit more 
can't send the kids somewhere else. Like I, you're giving choices. Like if you don't have a choice, okay, that's it. But if I can, you do I can, have I can a actually choice, see the scenario where an, a parent will take the money and not send the kid to, to school. But uh, what mean, if that 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 voucher is only able yeah, yeah, yeah. to be used only, for I mean, education it's not a fucking, or it's not only a check. Able. It's like a thing <laughs> yeah. that you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. It's like no, like I was thinking about that too. I was like, this voucher has to be like yeah, really it has to be like specifically <laughs> used for this. Uh, no, I mean yeah. it's gonna be a government document that you take to a school, mm-hmm. and only schools can get the money from. I mean, I'm I'm you know I'm not a politician. So, like you, know, you, you would, ha- you would still not, have. I'm not a law writer, but it would be something <laughs> like that. You would still have to have the 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 low income school that accepts the voucher as is. Mm-hmm. Without, yeah. So, no, all, all so private, every school, all private. I mean, I, I don't know how the transition would be, but ideally, you only have private schools, and even the shitty one accepts your voucher because it's government money. It's just right. that if you take that voucher and you go to a school that costs double the amount, you're like, hey, dude, I got this voucher. I want my kid to go here. I'll pay for the other half. And if you're a parent that's broke, but you want your kid to succeed and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to get a second job so I can pay for my kid to go to a better school. That's how progress is made. And unfortunately, in life, that's how it is. It, it doesn't come for free. You got to fucking work for it. So, yeah, I, we can help, but we can also give options. And that, those now, schools are, are going to have to be good because the schools now are competing to get those vouchers. So it's not like it's not anymore where the school doesn't give a fuck because it's like, well, we got all the kids in this region and they got to come here. They're obligated to. No, no, no. Now the kids can decide. Now you better be good so you can get that money. Otherwise, you so you get that. Yeah. The so the shitty schools, the shitty schools are going to trim the fat more and more as and and they're going to need the, the the school will literally just go under if the vouchers aren't coming in but then how do you determine whether a school is bad or good well there's people probably, decide. I mean, we'll make like a, standardized make a testing well, yeah we'll make a rating we st- there's ways to do it you you, you can you get there's statistics glass door for school which schools <laughs> hold hold more kids which schools uh graduate more kids with higher percentage and then now moms are like no wait no, I saw a review that this school is really good. Let's go visit it. Let's go like, like colleges. Like when you go to colleges, that's how it should be. I I fucking grew up in Venezuela on a private school in Venezuela. The reason why there's private schools over there is for a different reason. It's because you know it's it's, it's a fucking jungle, Safer. and you need to go to a, a private school. And I got an amazing education, amazing education, because it was private, and all the private schools wanted to be better than the other one and get the reputation that year of being the the best school in the. This works when you do it that way, and we can still keep the social part of like, yeah, we're gonna pay for these kids to go to school. College, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay for. I think at that time, there's kids that might go to technical school, like you know, John, or somebody that's just really good working a, a forklift. Like, that, there's nothing wrong with that job. People need to, you know, people need to stop making it look like jobs that involve physical activity and shit. It's like that's bad. No, those jobs are making a lot more money than motherfuckers that graduated with like a business administration and they're taking phone calls at a at a fucking Hertz yeah. car rental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, that sounds like an attack yeah, on somebody it, it, specifically. No, no, I'm, om- I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost describing my experience. I just yeah. graduated, even. Um, no, uh, it, but that's a lot. That's a lot of what happens to a lot of people. Like, I'm a graduate, and yep, sure, shit, I started working at Enterprise. So it's like, you know, it's it sucks because uh, we 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 fight so hard for this education. And what I think is is that these these. I mean, this is a separate topic, but I really do think that education is like way overpriced like it just it like it, it is i mean i don't know what the overhead is but steve, like my god steve, like people are steve and john millions why do you think it is overpriced because people need money people are greedy okay okay people are greedy right so, so let's take look let's take a look at this the the schools are greedy right and they want to charge more money right 
But for you to charge more money, you need to have kids that want to go to your school and pay for that, right? But what happens? The government guarantees all these kids uh, the loans to go to the schools, right? So then what happens? When you're the school, you're like, okay, let's all raise our tuition because they're guaranteeing the loans, even if it costs 50000 or 100000 or 150000 a year, right? So instead of that, again, I wouldn't do this with colleges because I just think at that stage you need to decide what you want to do. And, and, and if we didn't have these student loans, all the colleges would drop their prices and, and trim the fat, and you would be able to go to college like 60 years ago, parents or grandparents would go to college by having a summer job because it wasn't that expensive, right? Now you have a lot more administrative than teachers. It doesn't make sense. But what I'm trying to say is that even if you were to apply the same same concept that I did before, don't give the money to the college. Give the money to the kid, right? And the kid needs to decide where to go. And then he needs to decide if I go to the better one and we need to put, put, put more money. But if I go to yeah. this one, I have a little bit left maybe to use for my dorm. Like, so you're saying decision. that they're guaranteeing only a certain amount of money and then everything right. else is on, on us. Yeah, I agree right. with that. Sorry. BJ. I mean, I don't know the, 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 the system being perfect, but what, what I want is the, the, the schools, the colleges to compete to lower prices, trim the fat and improve the quality. Because what's happening now is, is, is what's happening with the insurance uh, companies and the, and, the, and the high schools. Everything is paid, guaranteed by the government, regardless of your output of performance, because they've taken out the capitalist side of it. You need to make these motherfuckers compete and then still give the money to the individual to decide, but make them compete. Don't give them the money guaranteed. No, no, no. They got to earn it. Yeah. BJ, what's up? So, I mean, the the same thing that you would apply to the to college and to the to high school, um, I I let me see. Damn. <laughs> I know we threw we threw a long It's okay. It's okay. Um See, uh you, you were saying about the loans getting paid to the school and then the school disbursing it to the to the student, right? But the same would apply to any school. Like any school that you apply to, you would have to apply for FAFSA or that additional uh financial aid service and then based off of that, then they they pay you out. So, like you're still technically like responsible for the loan whether you go to Miami Dade or to FIU, so you're you're still you're still using that money to pay the college or not. Like you you're you're using that as a loan to help you out with uh, other school supplies or whatnot. Um, but you're still, you know, using that money towards that school. You at the end of the day decide where you want to apply to. You know, as far as the college is concerned, with high school, that's dependent on your level of education and your skill because sometimes. Uh, you can get into like a magnet school where they l let you go and go somewhere else, uh, even if it's a little bit farther, but because of your of your intellect yeah. or like the gifted. Program yeah, but 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 that. that's that's discriminatory. Like as a parent, you should you should should be able to have your average Joe kid, if you want, be raised and taught in in a in a school that's gonna have less kids, more attention to them. And I experienced this because me and Steven. We met in a charter school, but before that, I went to a public school, and and it's night and day, you know. I mean, it sounds like quite like uh, it's funny because it's just it's a lot cuter, <laughs> it just it's a lot nicer. It's just everything's prettier and everything's just but better. Did, didn't you, you know? say? Didn't you say that that everything requires sacrifice or everything requires like hard work? So if you got two kids, one that is average, and you try to 
quiz them or you, you teach them, but they're still, their level of learning is average. And you have another person that is genuinely bright, like you can see that they have a higher potential learning, they know a lot more concept and they know a lot more information. Wouldn't you want to direct that person to a program that is tailored towards what they, which they're showing that they, they can actually do? Um, as opposed no, no, to I having that the same I, average kid, he has the opportunity to do it as well. But I feel that it would be underutilizing that program to put a, no, no, a kid no, that's but, average but as opposed to you. Uh, I think you kid can have both things. I think you can have both things happen. So the super smart kid, we're gonna have a magnet program for that kid because this kid mm -hmm. is on another level, right? Definitely, mm -hmm. people that are bright, we need to fucking get them and put them on special programs so they can keep developing that. Now his brother, that's not as bright, average Joe. Mm -hmm. Right, he's always with you know pull my finger and farts. That guy, <laughs> <laughs> right? Ah, uh -huh. maybe maybe he's not going to that magnet program. But as a parent, th this system would allow me to still take him to a better school, not a genius school, but to a uh -huh. better school than maybe the one where we live because we broke at the moment. I wanted to mm -hmm. fucking be a little bit, I strive to be better. So I pay a little bit more and take him to a better school in the next district, right? Mm -hmm. And he's still gonna be an average kid, but he's gonna. Mm -hmm be taught in a much better environment and, he, and he's probably gonna end up being a lot more productive and smart because this I, I mean one of it is your IQ but a lot of it is how you are taught you can right. get a kid that's like average and, and if he works hard and, and does shit like he could get far so a right. lot of it is how you how you teach the person yeah I and mean you know these uh, schools the you know some of these schools bro it's just like a criminal thing like you just go in there and it's just like they're horrible nowadays a lot of public schools it's just the, it's straight up thuggerish, is you know. The same thing applies yeah. with sports. Like uh, there's there's people that have like really uh, excessive talent, and there's other people that are that are very applied to to the sport. And sometimes the people that are applied actually succeed more than the people that have pure talent, just because of the fact that they're constantly you know like practicing doing that, as opposed to the guy that has talent. He's like, oh, I I could just throw it and and it'll go in type shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's definitely true. I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm the type of person that I wish I was more like that, more, more like the discipline. More applied. One. Yeah, I find myself to be creative and and to have little talents at things, and I have worked some of those talents, but I feel like uh, it's hard for me to get uh, discipline going and 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 some other people like you said might not really be good at anything naturally, but they're just very committed and, 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 and are disciplined. So, and a lot of times that takes you further than than even having talent, like you're saying, in sports or anything, you know? I mean, the, I heard a story of a, of, a, of a guy in sports that was really good, but he was like really mouthy and he was very disrespectful to the coaches. Mm -hmm. and he was super good. And, and when, when he was like being scouted for colleges, you know, one of the coaches of the really good school came to the other coach that coached him, and, they, and he's like, hey, what, what's up with this kid? He's like, look, this guy's talented. He's really good at everything. You know, all-star league, but he just is impossible to deal with. And and this kid was never picked by any other coach to go, and he never made a pro because of that. You have all this talent, but, but you don't – well, in, in this case, it would be ha ha knowing how to handle situations, uh, not only in the field, but – being smart in life in general, having ethics, having, you know, all these things. But yeah, to, that's a, bit, to a certain know, extent, uh, look at the case of uh, Antonio Brown. Um, he, he's, uh, he was a very talented football player, 
but he has certain behavioral problems that's getting in the way of his career. That's uh, that's causing him a lot of trouble now. And what what, what is, I don't know much about that uh, football. What does he like? What does he do? Like party or? He's he's a wide receiver, and no, he's just having a lot of uh, social problems. Like he trashed his hotel uh, because he did, he didn't want to pay for it or something like that, or because he was I don't I don't I don't know the whole story, but I know yeah, that but he's, just, he's having he's some sort of legal issue because of the way that he behaves outside of football. Okay, okay, all right, um, yeah. yeah, that can definitely fuck you up. I mean, like OJ, you know, what, what he did outside the field kind of fucked up. His. Uh, Well, I mean, um, you know, then you also have uh, like people who believe that you can live, you can create your own community and you can teach your own kids and you can and raise them up that way. I mean, there's the financial aspect, which this is crazy. This is like off. But but I'm just saying, like, what about the people who who say, okay, well, you know what? I, I, I don't have the money, but I do have the, the means of and the community behind me to say, well, okay, like we've got a teacher and we've got a doctor and we've got this and we've got that, like, and maybe, and maybe through these programs that we're talking about, we can actually survive, but we have to maintain our own community. Right. I mean, look, like we just talked about earlier in Portland where they're doing whatever the fuck they're doing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That they, they think that they could just isolate themselves. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about, how do you feel about communities on their own, um, I don't know, just creating like a like a commune type I, of situation. I, I've been I've been a big proponent of that uh, aspect. I recently <coughs> saw this. Um, well, yeah, because you're doomsday guy, so you're actually <laughs> looking for other for other wackos out there. <laughs> I recently I recently saw a uh, a Netflix special, uh, the one with uh, Zac Efron, where he's um, he goes to Costa Rica like down to I, Earth I, or something. Yeah, yeah down, down to Earth. I, I only oh, saw. I've, I only saw I've only seen two episodes. The one uh, about uh, Sardinia in in Italy. Dude, so, and the sorry, one I just want to do uh, a parenthesis. Everybody like, oh, he has a dad bod, a dad bod. What the fuck? He looks amazing. I we have dad bods. We have fucking bellies. <laughs> oh, like, oh, he's not fit anymore. He has a dad bod. What the fuck are you talking about? This kid looks fucking grizzly. So, anyways, uh, yeah, you were watching it in Costa Rica. I'll 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 let you vent to me later. Keep going. <laughs> he's fucking beautiful he's yeah. beautiful I, oh man I saw this funny ass TikTok where they're like like Zac Efron stop it man like <laughs> stop it we can't compete we had beards now you have a beard now you do it better than us imagine <laughs> like, you let your hair grow <laughs> and he looks fucking amazing oh my god you're fat and you still look good like <laughs> Uh, BJ, go on. I know about it. So, no, it's uh, <laughs> We apologize. He, the, <laughs> we're all a little bit of uh, that. Um, so uh, we go into the um, we go into this whole um, Costa Rica episode where he goes to Costa Rica and he visits a commune and he explores the you know how there's a teacher, there's a doctor, there's a holistic medicine person, there's a person that farms uh, the jackfruit, there's a person that farms the certain other fruit. Uh, there's a person that has a uh, a fish colony, you know, like they've gone beyond the the means of actually using currency. They've actually just uh, supported themselves. Um, they've actually supported themselves um, through themselves each providing a service to the commune. 
So it's that, like essentially like do we really need money? But mm-hmm. like money, what do we use money for? We use money as a means to acquiring services or goods that we need. If all of our services and goods are are met, do we really need money? Mm. So like um, one thing I wanted to touch up on, um, I I kind of like uh, talking about psychology to a certain extent. Um, this thing called uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Okay. And yep. there's different levels depending on on where you're at in your life. Uh, it starts off a very basic, like a physiological needs that, that are like air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and the ability to reproduce. Then you have safety needs, personal security, employment, resources, health, and property. Then it, every, like uh, it's like a pyramid, and it, and it goes up and up. Um, obviously, the more the the further up it goes, the more abstract the needs are, like uh, love and belonging, uh, self-esteem, or the 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 self self actualization, like you know finding something that desires um, for you to become the best you that you are, depending on what what it is that you want it to be. So I feel like in the commune, the whole purpose of it is to be able to feed, to meet these uh, intrinsic needs that each person has. Um, and if all those needs are met, then there's no, there's no need to, I guess, venture outside uh, of that commune or of that uh, community or of that scenario. Yeah. I mean, if you also, if you also think about it, if like I, I was watching, uh, what was it, Waco? Waco was did the you guys Texas, watch that on? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I mean like that that's that's a religious I guess commune where the they, they kind of uh, like work together. They however they Yeah, like I, yeah, I mean it's definitely culty for sure, but I mean <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how a commune I mean, they all it wouldn't be, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean if it's uh. a commune, there's going to be a, a personality to it and that on itself is going to be a culty dynamic, yeah. I mean. But you also in um even within the commune, or at least in, in Waco, I just, I just think there's certain things, especially just because unless we all change, you still have to interact with, um, you know, the outside world and, and, and what it what you would need. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can't grow everything. Yeah, you, know you can't mean? you can't grow everything like there's gasoline gonna be certain, for like, your vehicles and stuff. You know? Yeah, but that'd be cheating. I mean, if I if I do it, I'll do it for real ski. Yeah, like, like self-sufficient. I'm gonna be in the middle of a fucking jungle. So horse and cart type of thing, because like, what are you using? Can, can you buy? Can you buy solar panels? Like, yeah. Like you yeah. guys, yeah, you guys yeah. come together. So like a, a Tesla co- commune. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so this is not like Call of Duty. Like, 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 like you, you come together as a community, community, community and you're like modern ops. Like we're gonna commune, but with the technology of today. Okay, so you come together as a community. And you're like, look, we we need uh, certain services that we can't produce here. We can't we can't produce steel or we can't produce like electronics. So we come together. We say like, all right, we're gonna produce this amount, and we get 10% of what we produce and sell it to the outside world. And then set when, whatever we make from that, that sale, we use to invest in in electro- electronics. Yeah. yeah. So. So it's like a commune. Yeah, you gotta have like a billionaire commune, like a, or a millionaire <laughs> in your commune. Like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it, guys. I, and, so, and super socialist. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Make sure, make sure, make sure you bring Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Um, you just described like like the perfect, like the perfect, like capitalist, uh, like he, like no, no, but this is like a very social commune, right? And then we all work together, right? And then uh-huh. we create this thing, right? And then we sell it out there. And we put mm-hmm. it in this thing called the stock markets, and then we get the <laughs> money back. 
and then we divide it up twelve, and then we live in the social system. Like okay, so um, so we take but, but with a community aspect. We, we take it, the right? money that we that we just got, and we go to the Mikasuki, and we and we just bet we on put black. it all on black. <laughs> <laughs> Double or nothing, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it. Johnny never returned to the commune. <laughs> the commune. <laughs> oh man! That day, the commune realized people are pieces of them. shit. <laughs> no, that, that's another thing that you have to understand. That like, as much as you, as the idea of a community uh, is nice, if everybody's not on the same page, then it, it won't work. Because it's it's yeah. it's honestly it's it, that's why I feel that uh, socialism and Marxism. Like uh, when I was young, I used to believe in that a lot. Because on paper it seemed like a very a very uh, nice idea. Everybody's uh, well off. Everybody's taken care of. But then you come to realize, as time goes by, that this requires the production of money. Money. Well, I think you're being cut. Like, wait for a minute. You stuck. Um, you either you either trolling us and you stop really quick. <laughs> he on just the like froze in there. <laughs> and, uh, I think you. I think his his computer might upload the uh, the audio clean, but we're just nah, seeing we're him. him. But at frozen, the moment, frozen in we, time. We have our team that's in the in the background uh, contacting his team, and we're finding out exactly what you know the situation is but yeah i think what he was sort of going towards is that on the commune he was definitely agreeing with us he was definitely agreeing yeah, with us yeah he was definitely <laughs> liking and 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 supporting 100% everything that we say everything uh, i mean without even question without even questioning <laughs> he pretty much said that the commune wouldn't work and that he was marxist and socialist in the past but that he realized that the only way for uh society to flourish is for there to be a free market with a very small government <laughs> and a voucher yeah, that's, that's, system. I think that's exactly what he was trying to say. And a voucher system for insurance, schools, um, and so. But yeah, uh, thank you for <laughs> joining us today, Big John. And we'll let the audience know what you think. Uh, oh, okay, you didn't even say bye, but thanks. Because, because, all right. All right. Uh, but that's what he was saying, guys. Pretty much, that's what he what he's about. He's now that's a very alt-right uh, Republican, and he loves handles, <laughs> goddammit. He loves going to handles. <laughs> oh, man, this is a he fun cares. episode. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, man. I uh, I actually, I, I enjoyed having John on here. He's he's a straight straight shooter. Well, but I think he's almost, he's he, he might be back, bro. He might be back? Yeah, man, I don't know why. You well, he left close. without saying bye. I mean, what the fuck? why would I have him? No, he's uh, let's see. No, because he's gonna come back to reconfirm what we said that he said. And that he's a alt right Trump Nation guy. Yeah, but uh, Stephen, real quick on a commune, like, do you think it could work? Like fifty people, like twenty five couples. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I think um, Comcast thought I was being too real, so I yeah, got yeah, wrong. Yeah. Did you get a te- did you get a text <laughs> message from the Chinese government? <laughs> It's a, it was my TikTok TikTok app. There it is. They're listening. <laughs> All right. Hey, so me off. finish your idea. We finished the for you, but we where, wanna, where, I forgot where we. You were where saying we that, that you were gonna <laughs> vote to Trump. You're a full <laughs> Trump Nation guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I said. No, that's exactly what were, I said. <laughs> you were saying that capitalism is the only way to like 
you know, real liberty. Right, right. That's those are the no. Very but you were you were saying mouth. that in the past you, you used to believe a lot in the Marxists and then the socialists. And on paper, uh, it didn't look good. Script, <laughs> yeah, on paper, it was pretty. It looked good on paper, um, but then you also have to factor in the the people have uh, are inherently they have a free will. They they choose whatever they want, and some people honestly, all they care about is money. And they and they put money over like uh, happiness or you know uh, their family money over bitches or, uh, the people around right. them or the bitches <laughs> money over bitches exactly well the bitches like, I can't I can't even use bitches because that's like uh, offensive no but to I said it in a song it's not it wasn't like that <laughs> in, oh in a sing song you, way you're just uh -huh. saying it now in the wrong part and that's gonna probably cause issues with our sponsors but uh, I, I just got cancelled <laughs> thanks thanks guys <laughs> um but yeah, um, so I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that this whole money thing, really, even though it's necessary to to be able to function in the society that we live in, I don't think it's necessary for a, a person to be intrinsically happy. To have money. Well, yeah, to have money. Okay. And then that that also goes into one of the episodes that you guys have about talking about money and how um, you guys were talking about how. Um, that gosh darn it we don't we don't know our own episode the, topics either we just kind of put up <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe uh, Kiko it, it was the one with the other the editing <laughs> it was with another I guess basically uh, the question the question initially was uh, and I and you guys never really got to an answer that uh, during that episode classic was, um <laughs> does somebody need to get fucked over oh Oh yeah, um, and lose money. That's dynamics uh, of wealth for another person to dynamics gain money. Yeah, that was with uh, Camilo or uh, Johnny Boy. Johnny mm -hmm. Boy, yeah, yeah. You uh, okay? So what do you think? Because our argument was that that for me to make money, right? Like if I find the cure for cancer and I sell the pill for ten bucks, I'm gonna become a trillionaire. But you mm -hmm. know, the society is be, is being um, rewarded Helps a lot more. more, right? So what I was saying is that mm -hmm. transactions in the free market happen. Because people see gain in like, okay, look, I have this 10 peas that I harvested. Can I give this to you and you give me those potatoes? And for me, this trade is going to be better for me. Like I'm, I'm winning because I'm getting the potatoes that I didn't have and I already have beads in my home. And that guy is also yeah. benefiting because he's like, fuck, I don't have. So the whole magic of the, of the whole trade is that you do it because it benefits both parties. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. So richness comes from many 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 of these transactions voluntary transactions where both people are being better off after the transaction is over that creates wealth and i do not think that when you take money from somebody it's like oh they're poor because you're rich of course they're giving you money so there's a transaction right away but you're providing them a service mm -hmm. that they voluntarily paid for because mm -hmm. it, it makes their life better and easier but but then the next thing is like okay so you have these 10 peas that you're that you're trading what what does it take for you to produce those 10 peas it takes it takes time it takes fertilizer mm -hmm. it takes land it takes uh, resources and I, I feel like the human currency that we have is time you give up your time for money yeah you know what I'm saying so you're giving up years of your life for money and but and then once you get that money, okay, oh, it's money. So oh, I'm just giving you this money because I, I want this service or I want this thing. But you end up living less because you're 
you're trading it in for money to then be used for a service or a good or whatever that you need. Obviously, you're 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 doing it willingly. You're trading willingly your money, your time for your for money because you need these services or you need these goods. But am I getting fucked in the end? I'm losing time and days for what I'm, I'm essentially of my life to acquire these things. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have those ten Ps, and I'm gonna use them in a, in an hour or in a, in a day. All right, but look, and, but how long did I have to work I just, in a week? I just to, I just built to get those those ten. I P's. just built a computer, I and I paid Intel and many technology capitalist uh, companies uh, some money, right? And that mm -hmm. allows me to produce good quality content and improves my uh, life, my quality of life. And it it allows right. me to be connected in the way that we're connected now. So, so at the end, how much how much is an how much is an Intel processor? Wh whatever it is, it the re I bought no, it. Like like let's just uh, an, an Intel processor right. can cost from two hundred to one thousand um, dollars. Right. So let's say let's go with two hundred. So then you're paying two hundred for this Intel processor. How much are they paying to produce? Well, I don't give a fuck. If, if there was a better processor for a cheaper price, I would buy that one. But that's the one, that's right. the best one in the market. But, so I buy that. But, I buy that one. But then some, like, then you have to go into that. Like, okay, so there, there's a twenty dollar processor. That's the best in the line. Somebody has to make that processor. Mm -hmm. That pro, that person that's making that processor is getting paid five or ten cents an hour. Okay, well, but that, you're going into other things. I mean, if, if so, what? Well, so we, like, so we stop. We stop. I mean, that's that's not in the U.S. That's in in, in terrible countries. I'm not saying to stop. I'm not saying to stop. No, no. You, the the person willingly chose to get paid five or ten cents an hour to, to produce this because this is the only job mm -hmm. they got. But understand that that company is now fucking this guy over because that person's not getting a fair trade. That person's getting paid five cents or ten cents right, an hour. You, you see, to produce the problem this. is that you're 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 uh -huh. using like an example where where there's like shadiness going on, and obviously you can find those in any no, free market. No, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be shady. It could be no, like, let's but, say, but, okay, but, let's but say the person. In an example where like in the U.S., right, you you mm -hmm. have a business where you employ five people, and those five people print the signs that you sell, and it's a profitable business, right? And you're, and you're in mm -hmm, the U.S., mm -hmm. the people that are buying your signs are fucking... Uh, super happy because you actually give them a really good price for a really good quality sign because you have the the skills uh -huh. and the knowledge to do this and the machines that you got in italy at a little town that only a motherfucker had it and you're making these really nice signs mm -hmm. right your workers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, you can afford to pay them a, a little bit over the average of that type of job because you you actually have a good product that have a good that has a good margin right everybody's mm -hmm. winning there the the customers are winning your employers are winning you're winning the the, the country is winning because you're paying taxes that are helping Everybody else that cannot, you know, pay for the stuff. So, why I don't see anywhere there. What's your where somebody what's your if, that, if, if if that were the case, where where they are actually getting paid a, a just amount for their work, and they're accepting it, and they feel like, oh, okay, you know, they 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 feel like, oh, I'm making enough for what I'm doing. The person that's paying for the product, oh, this is not overpriced. This is a, a reasonable price for the product, and the the company is making a, a decent margin. I, I don't see a problem with that. I don't see a problem with that. But you know that the case isn't very always that. They they try they try and then they also try to reduce costs somewhere to be able to maximize profit with without having to pay as much. Per yeah, se. but but th but this also ends up hurting you. Like like hurting who? Hurting you the, no, the company. Like if you cheap it out, if you cheap it out, right? If you're Costco 
and you don't have the same amount of workers out there helping people. You don't have the same quality of food because you're costing down. You don't have, you know, you, you put the prices too high. And then the people at Costco that go there to have a certain experience are going to be like, hey, you're fucked this. I'm going to go to Albert, uh, you know, uh, Sam's or whatever mm -hmm. because they, they treat. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I mean, the beautiful thing about the, the free market is that if somebody wants to be inefficient and provide shitty service, the market will let you know. You know what I mean? The problem is that when the government controls it, they could, like, go to the DMV. Do you, when you go to the DMV in the, the U.S., do you think any of those workers, when they treat you, have any fear of being reprimanded by the service that they're giving? No, because they're locked in on a contract that they can never fire them. So what ha ends up happening is they never have to feel responsible to provide a good service. And, yeah, you can go and say they don't get paid as much or whatever. But the problem is when, when in a system where you don't have the incentives right, you end up not mm -hmm. becoming better. And that happens with the companies, too. So I guess the, the the important thing to take away from that is that the the company and the people have to be incentivized to for it to actually flourish. Otherwise, it becomes a shitty system like the DMV, or people don't pay for it because it's overpriced, or uh, or they or the people don't work for it because they're getting underpaid. Yeah. Correct. And I think we're gonna have to. to well, uh, I'm, yeah. I just have to. I just have to say I, I I really much appreciated the the conversation we had today. I I do have. To kind of split on a special kind of occasion situation, but um, not but yeah, but it's good though. Awesome. We're done. We're I, I was just gonna wrap up yeah, and I was gonna tell uh, DJ BJ that we actually probably are gonna have him again on another episode to go a bit Definitely. deeper into the incentives part because that's a thing where the solutions mm -hmm. are the incentives that we can use. Uh, I, I totally so agree. Thank you so much for for chilling with us, bro. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot. I, I really look forward to seeing more of your podcast. And I still need to have an episode of where I call you guys out on the on previous. Oh, that's episodes. true. That's true. <laughs> I know, I know. This so. wasn't. You didn't go hard enough today <laughs> on I, us. So, so on, I, no, I didn't. On the I next didn't, episode, I, I have to go back and like write down notes and stuff. I forgot. No, man, <laughs> on the next episode, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely. touch up on on all those. Uh, and yeah, man, this this has been grand. So, well, guys. Hey, I like it. Much I like love. It. I'm looking forward. Take to Take care, guys. See you guys around. Love you Peace. all. Take care. Peace.